0: And welcome back to the Amplified Ignorance Podcast, Relationship Edition. On this week's episode, we'll be covering the five love languages and all things mushy. I'm Teddy, and my love language was quality time.
1: I'm G, and my love language is physical touch. It's your boy,
2: Chuckie Chuck, the physical
3: touch lover, baby. Hi, my name is Shay, and uh, my love language is quality Time.
4: So it's Reda again this week, you guys, and my love language is Words of Affirmation.
0: So to kick this thing off, for some of y'all that may not know, what are the five love languages?
4: So we're going to get started. Uh, Words of Affirmation. So Words of Affirmation is a love language that values verbal acknowledgement of affection. So, for example... That can mean hearing I love you all the time, hearing I appreciate you, hearing you're doing a good job.
3: So second one is quality time. So that is when you want your partner to, you know, actively spend time with them, always want to hang always down to hang out. And so examples of this would be, you know, always listening or just putting the phones away and watching T V, chilling, whatever it is, just making sure that it's just you and your you and your
0: person. Just quality time. <laughs> And number three is acts of service. Acts of service you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. It's things like bringing you soup when you're sick, making you coffee. This is a little nice, maybe even filling up your gas tank.
2: The fourth option is give-giving. And what that does is someone who gives you a visual symbol of their love for you, right? Um, And it doesn't have to be materialistic. It's something with true meaning behind it, right? So an example of this is... Hey look if you're a person who loves to share memories or loves to keep memories and your partner gives you a photo book that's a gift that will mean and fall
1: under the whole gift giving well Physical touch which is kind of self-explanatory. you know it's when you make physical contact with your partner and this can happen in multiple different ways. It can be hugging, holding hands, kissing, uh, sex. You know there's tons of different ways that you can show your physical Um, your physical touch to your your partner but you know they all can be meaningful in their own way so right off the gate we kind of gave you not
0: only the definitions but each of our personal love languages Um, anyone want to dive a little deeper into what they feel about their specific uh, love languages
4: so for me words of affirmation I not only see that in my romantic relationships I have observed this in my work relationships platonic relationships all around um so I'm not surprised that my love language is words of affirmation um taking the quiz I am surprised about where some of the others rank for me I took it initially, maybe three, four years ago, and recently took it again for the sake of this podcast, and mine have actually shifted, so quality time is actually number two for me now, compared to when active circus used to be number two for me, so um, it could be where I'm at in my life, and that might have something to do with why my love languages have shifted, I don't know, but I'm not surprised mine is words of affirmation, I like to hear ooh, you look good today, or I like that dress. I, I like to hear all of it. Let me know you're thinking about me randomly. Let me know. Just leave me a note or just pop up at my job and say, hey, this is what I, you know, stuff like that. I love it. I um, love it.
0: Reddit like to be gassed up.
4: Yes. Ask me up. always shapes and forms. Yes. <laughs> love it.
1: <laughs> G, what about you? I mean, it, it's kind of what I expected. It's, uh, you know, I definitely do like it. I mean, I like being close to people. I kind of want to, and I like spending time with my partner in the same way. I feel like a lot of the love languages are kind of connected. I mean, you can't necessarily have physical touch unless you're all in the same place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like quality time and physical touch, they seem connected to me in that you know, physical touch is kind of like taking quality time to the next level. Um, but I also get the 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 important side, the important side of physical touch without, I mean the, the the importance of quality time without the yeah. that's no, that's f- something I never really thought about.
0: I say yeah. that's how I kind of feel with
1: uh quality time for me. It's like
0: huge. Uh, it was by far my closest one. Um, and then my just for just a little flavor, like my last one was actually gift giving while uh re- receiving gifts. Um. Because they're cool, and I I think what I like more about receiving gifts is something that the person took time in. And that's probably why it's not so high on my list, because you get Christmas time, you get Valentine's Day, birthdays throughout your life, and there are people that went above and beyond and actually gave you gifts that were, like, thoughtful. But a lot of times they're just like, oh, I kind of thought you were like this, maybe. Maybe. And that's probably why it's so low on my list because so many people have given you, given me thoughtless gifts. That it's like I mean, you got to Then you got to hit that fake appreciation. It's not the same, like with, <laughs> yeah, like with quality time. Yeah, you know, like with quality time, which again was my number one. Like you can't really fake that. Like it's you mm-hmm. have to be genuine. Like you, while you don't have to be touching, which is like something that. I think it's big for me. I necessarily don't have to be touching uh, my girlfriend, but we could be playing video games. We started, recently started to doing puzzles, which is like something I actually...
4: kid as hell.
0: Figured I actually enjoy a lot more than older old are Old enough to do some shit. Why are you worried about us? <laughs> 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 is y'all age at some point in the, in the move? I just need to know. <laughs> Look, we're in the That's panorama, man. You got to find things to right. do. Right.
4: Gotta get creative in a panini,
0: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so like quality time is huge for me. Um, and like I said, the doing puzzles is hits all those check marks for me. Well,
1: wow.
4: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I guess me, uh, mine makes sense. Uh, I was not when I was growing up, I did not like to be touched, I did not like to be bothered. And then my very first real relationship. Like, that's all that it was. It was, like, touching, bothering, and all that kind of stuff. And I got used to that. So, it makes a lot of sense for me to be the way that I am. Um, Especially because my next one is quality time. So, like, that's important in any relationship. It's, like, really sitting down with your partner, spending time with them, getting on. And you can't really touch if you ain't together. You know what I mean? So, they kind of correlate my eyes. And that's so... For me, yeah, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I love to be touched by my girl um, to a certain extent, you know, not when I'm bothered
0: or irritated. Mm-hmm. Shay, what was your
3: number one love language? Oh, uh, my lo- number one love language was uh, quality time. Uh, my second was physical touch. Well, actually, no, it changed. So it used to be physical touch, and now it's acts of service. So, like, I took it, like, months ago it was quality time, and physical touch, and now it's quality time and then acts of service. So there is some change there. Um, Yeah, it just... I feel like that's kind of... I guess it kind of changed mostly because of the panoramic that we're in, though, because, (laughs) like, now we can't... We can't, uh, you know, there's no physical touch really that much involved because, you know, we can't really be too close together because of everything that's going on. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, we got people <laughs> in the United States mostly that don't know how to fucking act, so we can't get back to our quality time. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, all this shit because people don't want want to go outside, be in the club. Like Corona ain't in the club with you. Right, but listen, I was making that thing, work. <laughs> making that thing work. That I actually had a
3: relationship, a long distance
4: relationship, in the middle of this whole pandemic. Who didn't catch a flight? Who wasn't gonna go see her man? So, I mean, shoot, make do what it do. I mean, you're gonna You're gonna take a sacrifice. No. You're gonna make a sacrifice.
3: Fair.
2: Fair. And but uh it's a certain extent though, of that sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to be with your partner consistently. It's another thing to be like out with everybody consistently. Oh, facts. And, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been a it's been a year of, like, ups and downs, especially because, like, I had to be forcefully not to be able to see my family for part of the whole thing because I got real sick. And so, and when I got sick, we didn't know nothing about it. You know what I mean? It was, like, the first it was the first week of March. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't know how long you had to stay away from people. So, I quarantined almost 30-something days by myself. So, it made me more or less, like, think about not doing certain stuff so I ain't never had to go through that again. And then, you know, life happens, you got to go back to work, you're forced to be in office with people, and then life happens again where you got to go through that. I literally just got a COVID protocol last week because I have to go into office. So I'm not going to add no unnecessary extra intuition or things like that to where I I might have to go in and be, like, away from my family again. That's just not fun for me.
4: Understandable, especially when trying to date, be in a relationship during this stuff, too. Yeah, look. Just imagine that struggle for the people who have quality time and or physical touch and their love language like you over here suffering like oh my god, I need to be touched. Somebody touch me. I need to look at
0: you. So, just imagine how they struggle. I was lucky enough I to, the, facts. to live with my girl. So <laughs> I didn't have
2: it. Oh, it <laughs> is I was yeah. My girl, I ain't see my girl the whole quarantine for real, you know. And I think that did do a number on our relationship with a lot of different things with our communication. Like, there were times, like, I would just be, like, frustrated as hell because, like, my love language ain't no, like, easy thing you can do when you don't see Mm them. Like, my first three, my first three is, you know, physical touch, quality time, action service. Well, I'm not being loved the way I want to be loved. (laughs) At (laughs) all. Not in the pandemic. (laughs) Not in the pandemic. Nah, right, so... It do a number of it do a number of relationships. And then when you the good thing is you be friends, I was I was a friend my my girl is my friend. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For real, for real. Um, but like you can't put their love was at risk, you know what I mean, too. And then me being in and out of work all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just not good for me to be around certain people. So it's just it's been a sacrifice, you know what I mean? And I think that's like the tough part, understanding the sacrifice you gotta make. Yeah, but it do a number on your relationships. It's better, and it do a number on your communication because what I've also noticed is people who like physical touch and words like we also shut down real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we the first just because we not getting love the way we want to get love. So you also got to understand that too. Hey, and I
0: think that kind of goes into what G was asking us earlier about like the downsides of having, uh, of even uh, of knowing your love language. I think one of the biggest things too is like we get so caught up in what our love language is, we're not paying attention to the love languages of people around us. And I think people Mm -hmm. also get caught up on thinking about the love language only in your romantic relationships. But it's like, nah, like your friends, your mom and dad, your grandma, your auntie, like they have their own love language too. And people get caught up with like, oh, this is how I need to be loved and not thinking about, oh, but how is my partner going to be loved? Like Yes, I show love this way and this is how I like to be received love, but your partner might not have the same love language. More times than not, they probably don't.
4: Mm-hmm. That's crazy you say that because my ex and I actually have the same love language. I think for him, even though we knew how to love each other because we knew what the other person needed in, in the sense of words of affirmation, however, for him this is just me assuming because I don't know like where these two fell for him however quality time and physical touch for him was a big thing for him and he was already kind of struggling because he's 16 hours away in Texas and I'm in North Carolina on the other side we're practically on the other side of the country so he that was a struggle for him in our relationship he's like yeah you know talking to you every night is fine and all but it's better when we're together it's way better when we're together or whatever so it's being it's different being with somebody who has the same love language especially their primary love language for me it was like refreshing because it's like okay you know what i need i know what you need at least that's a part of a relationship mm. obviously um so that was kind of that came easy for us it was uh, it was too easy for him or me to text the one the opposite person just be like hey think about you especially when we get busy and then we ended up on opposite work schedules. So just imagine how much more strain wow. that was. He worked third. I worked Sheesh. regular shift. And we already different mm-hmm. time zones. So when I tell you like all of that played a part in how we ended up, it was it was a struggle. Yeah. It was and a then struggle.
0: again, adding this fucking pandemic on top of it, I'm like, because
1: mm-hmm. I've definitely
0: been in that like I work regular shift, you work third shift. Like, so like you going to sleep when I'm getting up. So I I can definitely. That was definitely tough. I can definitely yeah. remember like being like, "Fuck this shit ass." And <laughs> it was,
4: it was, and I even, it even got to the point when my sleeping schedule started to match his because I'm like, "Okay, well, since you're up at night, I'm gonna be up at night." Like, I just wanted him to know I'm here. I'm gonna do what I can to make this shit work. Whatever, whatever. Boom. But yeah, it was. It's really different. Long distance in a in a pandemic. This is not my first long distance mm-hmm. relationship. It is the farthest, so there was it was a learning experience. But I think the most the part that I took away from it was how good it felt to have somebody who I shared a love language with. Like that was the most to me. It was like the most purest love. It was just mm-hmm. easy.
2: I think that's because he he knew how to love you because he was the same way.
4: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
2: probably when you, when, I feel like them probably the dopest relationships is when y'all both got the same love language. Absolutely. Because y'all know how to love each other because you just think like this, like, all right, well, this is how I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. I'm going love, to love the same way. And it's it's hard, though. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to hold you up. I think, I like, my my relationship, I don't think my partner love language is remotely close to mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs>
4: Have you asked that?
2: Uh, for what? <laughs> see, see, that's the problem. See, that's the
4: problem. Exactly. <laughs> Get him say, you need to know. Teddy just said, we need to know how our partner likes to be loved because it's not always about us. Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: say it was about me. But the other thing is, we've been friends for 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you don't really, you just learn, you learn a motherfucker over 12 years. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And, you know, I, and so, no, I didn't ask her what her love language is, but I know, hey, yeah. All right. She likes to be in control of certain situations. And you like start learning, like, those kind of little small little quirks where you ain't even, where you really ain't got to ask. I'm a learner. So, I'm going to learn you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a person who's going to sit there and I'm going to pay attention to, like, how you move, how you respond how you mm-hmm. act. But I also I also have a hard time. You know, I think in a lot of relationships is also being honest at a certain point where certain things that you like to be done, I'm just not gonna be able to do. Mm-hmm. True. Not, yeah. But I think a lot of people be afraid of like the whole like being open and honest in a relationship when it comes down to it. That, to the point to where like you lose you lose your sense of self in your relationship. Uh-huh.
3: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because
2: like You can try too hard to love your partner in a love language. If it's not natural, if it's not something that you can do, then, and it becomes a burden, you gotta stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to interject there and say, you know, with Chuck's point, like, I feel like sometimes you can get too close to a situation. You know, like you can be, you can get too involved in it or you can get too wrapped up in it. And sometimes you need to take a step back uh to realize like exactly because sometimes you're so wrapped up in it that you can't see what's actually going on so i think the love languages might be a good way to maybe give yourself that distance to be able to see exactly what's happening by you know stepping back and then actually placing your relationship into this category which um which, you know, may not be as specific and as deep as you understand it, but by taking yourself back in a little bit of distance, you can kind of give yourself a, a broader picture of what's going on and actually see um, some things that you might have missed because you were so wrapped up inside of uh, the relationship. Uh,
4: definitely. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of hit me for a second right there. to Marinate on that one. And then... <laughs> When Teddy made a point about, you know, like what's like what's the, I guess, downfall or hardest part to answer your question earlier, G. For me, I think it's if I move on and find somebody else. What if they don't know how to do that, or what if that's something that's hard for them to do? Or like you said, what if you're forcing it and it's just not genuine? Like what if what if you really don't like my hair and I'm like, do you like my hair? And you're just kind of like, and I want to hear you tell me you like my hair, but you don't. So yeah, that not being able to actually articulate what I want to hear necessarily or what I may need to hear might be, like, the
2: negative side of my love language,
4: Uh, especially when I'm feeling needy or emotional. Yeah, funny
2: thing about men, though, like, we don't have to, like, if we really want to be with somebody, it's almost effortless for us to go out of our way, and we don't even realize it.
1: And I don't know if the
2: dudes in the chat realize, like, you know, Teddy and my job and my plan, like, is it? You know what I mean? Like, you know how, you know how in some relationships you feel forced to do some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy, it's no brainer stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you with somebody who you know, like, equally yoked as you, <laughs> and you care about that you feel like equally yoked as you, that you genuinely care about, that you genuinely love, it's so much easier for you to do shit. You will go run through a wall for a motherfucker. You know, just because they don't got the cookies they like, or something like that. Cause that's just, that's just what men do when it's effortless when they really care about you. So I, that's what I want women to understand. Like, if a nigga got a hard time doing simple shit for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I promise you, he don't fuck with you the way he say he fuck with you, or the way you
0: think he fuck I think, with you. cause he's I agree one. to like an extent. I think, um, as men, or at least I'll just speak for myself, um, early on in my relationship, I found myself doing, saying yes to everything. And I think that you run the risk of that too. even think about trying to love someone the way that they need or desire to be loved is, again, like G saying, like you overdoing it, Chuck saying you overdoing it. I think there's power in retaining your no. And saying that, and like Chuck saying, like, oh, I, ca- I can't do that for you. I can't be that person for you. But it also comes with, like a paradigm shift because there are things that your partner needs that aren't the easiest for you. That doesn't mean that you're like, you have to stop or that you're forcing it. It's that you have to take a book and be like, okay, this is what my partner needs. Like how can I give them what they need my way? So, like, to use right as example, like if she cares about, if you care about your hair a lot, like, like uh, but I'm necessarily not big into hair, like, because some guys just don't really care about hair, like, it's it's not like it's not a, that it, is it, very it, true, it, like, and it's not about like because they don't care about y'all, don't want to see y'all happy. Sometimes it's just like the hair is a thing, like they're like it doesn't, it almost for a guy that genuinely cares about you, and I would say probably for a girl that genuinely cares about you, whatever your preference is. Um, they gonna like you in just about whatever you in, like whether you scruffy, whether your braids is frayed, like they. So there's gonna be guys that be like, I mean, yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> but I think the thing is, you have to find like, okay, so maybe she wants me to compliment her hair. Or he wants me to compliment her hair, but that's not really something I pay attention to. So maybe instead of kind of in the hair, I'll count kind of in the outfit or their shoes or, like, maybe they just happen to be glowing that day. Like, figuring out a way that you're not forcing it but still giving them what you, what they need. Because if you just abruptly stop, like, y'all relationship not gonna last very long because now no one's getting what they need, whether it's forced or not.
3: Mm. Yeah. It, I feel like... That makes sense. I feel like For that sure. also has to do with, like, the cupcake phase of relationships. Because that over eagerness that I I'm not gonna say no I'm just gonna go out of my way it kind of burns relationships out too so like Absolutely. having the conversation of what that love language is and how how you want to be loved and talking to like the person like your partner or whatever saying hey this is how I want to be loved and they're like well I don't know if I can do that or here's here's where my limits are when it comes to this and you know I really care about that it kind of gets you through that cupcake phase a little bit faster but that over eagerness saying like oh yeah yeah I'm gonna just do this I'm gonna do that. It, it's a killer relationship, that cupcake phase. Yeah. Because once you get through that, it's like,
0: like, what? <laughs> you start noticing some it?
3: things. You start noticing some things. Man. I I, it? and,
4: <laughs> it's funny because Chuck said, Him and, okay, excuse me, correct, Chuck. Are you and your, is that, still, is she still your current girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> you said, okay, okay, okay. So you, and I just want to make sure I was, you know, saying this, first. okay. So you and your girlfriend been friends for 12 years. So y'all have like a foundation that not, Everybody can easily say that they have. So it's, I'm, well, I'm, well. I mean, at our age, y'all pretty much grew up together. Y'all done seen some shit. Y'all done been through some shit. So, like, like Shay said, y'all. I think for y'all, y'all way past that cupcake stage. And then with Teddy and his his girl, yeah, y'all way past that cupcake yeah. stage. So I think for y'all, it might, you know, it might look a little different. And like you said, with guys, this is my humble opinion. Well, and I mean, girls, females too, girls too, we will go, you will effortless, uh, effortlessly do something for somebody
2: when you, when you care. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't talking about getting walked over. I don't know where this is. I don't know. No,
4: it's suggested though. No.
3: No, we yeah, wasn't getting you walked did, over.
2: Teddy, I, Teddy, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, Teddy.
3: That
4: eager to please type thing. That's It's like that. I, I want that. you to know how much I like you type thing. It's all within that little cupcake this thing. This really just
0: ego for real. It's, it's
4: honeymoon. Low key. I, yeah, low key. And, I, and I'm a Leo I get, dude, It's all yeah, ego. It's yeah. like, yeah, I,
0: like, you gotta <laughs> see how much I care. Like, like they can see it. They, it doesn't yes. have to be overt for people
4: to see it. Like, don't be looking it's, over there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Man,
2: mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you like, I tell her no all the time. <laughs>
3: But y'all yes. know each other 12 yes. uh, years, though.
2: Exactly. I <laughs> exactly. That I tell you no, know, first off, let me tell y'all something. I look, I got my first real relationship, I did get walked over because of that cupcake phase. My second one, I learned a little bit, but I didn't learn a lot. My third one, which is this one, I know enough to where sometimes I probably say no more than I should say no. Because I just don't I, I'm not about to do something just because I you think it's a good idea. You know what I'm saying, and I think that that grows respecting your relationships, and then your partner kind of learns, mm-hmm. kind of learns those certain boundaries. That. And by you, by you having boundaries in your relationship, I think it makes it more healthy. You know what I mean? But you have to healthily communicate about those boundaries. You can't all of a sudden just be like, "All right, well, this is a problem for me," and then you just shut down. Well, you mentioned the problem. You explained you you explain the problem, like because this is something that I go through, anyways. Like I tr- I'll explain something. And then I, if I don't feel like you're listening, I'm not about to do it again. You know what I'm saying? So that's like where that healthy, like that, that problem where you'd be like, oh, like, nah, man, I didn't spend time explaining this. Like, if you ain't going to get it, now, nah, if you ain't get it the first time, you ain't going to get it the second time or the third time.
4: Absolutely. So
2: yes. that's, where that, that's where that also comes into you. At certain points, like you just got to understand somebody ain't going to get it. You know what I mean? If you ain't gonna get it, you ain't gonna get it, and it ain't gonna get caught. And I ain't gonna keep wasting my breath, right?
4: I just want to throw in and interject how I thought it was really cute at one point where I wanted a milkshake, right? So we we were in Arlington and we were in Texas, and I wanted a milkshake, and we were at the we were in the drive thru and they didn't have a milkshake like that. They're like, "Oh, milkshake machine down." It was not McDonald's, so I was kind of mad. So (laughs) this man proceeds to drive to four other restaurants that I didn't even ask him to do. To find me a milkshake, and he made sure that I got my milkshake, and I thought that was the most Damn, serious he was in the shit ever.
0: Restaurants at first, because Like, four I, spots?
4: I, no, well, we went, we went to Whataburger. The first, all not our lot, see, not the first, the first two spots, they all said was it milkshake late? machine down. The third, oh, we short staff, and it was about eleven to clean
0: o'clock that at night, again, bro. That, that's it, it that's ain't broad what shit. it was. <laughs> the third
4: man. And but you know, and I thought the gesture was him doing that and I'm like, it's okay. Like after the second after the first I'm like, you know, don't worry about it, it's okay. No. He went and drove to three other places. Like and that's what and that's what made me think of that because when you said that it's shit like that that men or women will do for their partner. Without thinking twice about it. Even though you're like, nah, nah, it's okay. In their mind, they're like, nah, nah. this is what I want to do for you. I'm going to make this happen for you. So I thought that, I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so, all right, go ahead then. But that took
3: nothing. Yeah, that took
2: nothing out of him, though. You know what I'm saying? Y'all probably had no other plans. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he was impeding on no other plans. And he probably had a lot of all this time for you because y'all was out of state. Like, he was out of state, Mm -hmm. though. at anything you want, you're gonna do what he gotta do to make sure that you feel comfortable, you happy, because he ain't gonna see you again in another week. He ain't gonna see you in another two weeks. Yeah. And so you have to you have to spend time in your relationship doing those kind of things. And it's about making sacrifices too. You know what I mean? At some point in your relationship, you are gonna have to give more to your partner. And then at some point, they're gonna have to give more to you. And I think and I think slack. that's where the whole like when Teddy was talking about the whole paradigm shift is like your partner not gonna always be at their best. They gonna go through shit. Facts. Same thing with you. You gonna go through shit. You not gonna always be at your best. And there's gonna have to be this acceptance of that. You know what I mean? And there's gonna have to be this. There's mm-hmm. gonna have to be this level of like you supporting them through that. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. also take for granted in those situations. You know situations that like all right, well we usually got a good relationship. Like, why does it matter I'm not 100% there when you're going through some shit? Well, like, a person who's who, a person who is like, their love language is quality time and physical touch, you want to almost be around your partner more during those times. For sure. Because you're not yourself. You're not, you going through some shit. And I think that's where a lot of things also happen where you'll be cool with a lot of different shit in your relationship and you will be accepting, but when you ultimately feel like you need your partner and you're communicating that you need your partner or they see you going through something and you're expressive about what you're going through, a person who really know you, a person who really care about you should be there in those times. And I don't think that that's always the case and I think that's also where like people who've been together for a long time kind of fall short because They don't understand, like, there are more times than not where a person who's going through and have these different love languages are going to need you more than the norm. Yeah. And they're going to put you there without you expressing that.
0: But I think, too, like, that comes with communication. Like, uh, just to double back, like, there was a point in time, like, very early on in me and my girlfriend's relationship, like, I didn't have a job. So, I mean, I was making it work. Like my like my parents was helping me out a bit and making it work. But she was driving to like we we started off long distance. She lived in Kentucky. I live in Chicago. She was making that drive every week, every other week, and doing like. And she would, yeah. I mean, when she was and when she was there, like she would make sure I eat. Cause like during the week, like I would eat, but like I I have a bunch of bread, so. You know, like when you when you low on funds, you move different, you eat different, like like. But when when I was there, she always made sure I ate. Like she like made sure I was cool before I left. Like she like like Chuck was saying, like running through that wall, and then like we moved in together, and things slightly changed because you start figuring out people's quirks when they like how they live and different stuff. But that I will say that love that like attention to detail with her is like forever been there but we've also gone through some stuff and realizing that communication is important because like yeah you may be feeling like your partner should see that you're not doing well you see that you're not at your best but sometimes your partner got shit going on too so like we had to come apart like yo like we need to like tell each other what do we need so she'll have days where she's like hey like today i need a little more affection i need more love i need you to be you know Little more huggy, more touchy. Like, you got to tell your partner that your partner can't always be expected to read your mind or read the room. Sometimes you got to voice what your problem is with them.
2: I agree, I agree with that. But there's also a certain level where you know who the fuck you are. Yeah, no, I agree um, for sure.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. And,
2: yeah. and I think, I think, I think that there, I think a lot of people, you like me, I don't like to show weakness. You know what I'm saying? And so if I'm telling you that I'm fucked up, or I'm going through some shit, or my work life ain't good, I feel like it's common damn sense, you know what I'm saying, to a certain to a certain extent, that, like, I may need you more. And I think that that's, like, you can express it. Like, you say, like, man, i like, all right, man, like, let me see you, or things like that. I think you do say this stuff. I think it's up to your partner to pay attention, too. Yeah, but you got to be clear. Because
0: okay. that's the thing. Like, if they're telling your partner that just there's something like you're yeah, like, what exactly need to is be going clear on? Because yeah. if you're saying, hey, I just kind of need you to be around right now, they're like, all right, they may need me an extra 30 minutes. So they, but you're saying, no, like, I need you another three hours if you have it. Like there's Take something the that's part that that back. clarity, that clarity matters. <laughs> because it's you I agree. Words can be interpreted so many different ways. So like when you're not clear with your words, you're not gonna get with what you actually need.
4: I agree. And then the piggyback I'll chuck a little bit, you when your partner isn't hundred percent, you pick up that slack. So then I think that's like he was saying, you should know what your partner needs and vice versa. That's when, of course, your love language can kind of come in and then you will make sure to pay it, give them that little extra attention that they're needing to help them get back to 100%. So y'all, you know, working off of each other's energy, if I'm 100% and you're only 30, okay, so then I got to pick up that other 70% she missed. And so what is it that you need? You need me to just sit here in the room with you, you need me to hold you, rub your head, rub your back, like, what is it that you need? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is it, like, you know, tell me, well, not necessarily tell me what you need, but just allow me, or allow your partner to be there to help you. So, whether y'all do have that dynamic where you can read each other, or, like Teddy said, tell me what's wrong, and tell me what you need from me. So, I think it, you, depending on y'all's relationship dynamics, it it could be either or. uh,
0: can you drop the gem and ain't even pay attention to it. it's that allowing people to be there cause you can say yeah. you need help all you mm-hmm. want but you have to allow people to actually be within your space to help yeah
4: mm-hmm. especially when you go some people front.
0: don't like that some
2: people want hey look I'd have been in a relationship where like my my ex would just want to be around me don't need me to touch her don't need me to say nothing to her she gonna have a bad day she just want me to sit there and watch the like, you know, what is that HGTV with her? Yeah, show Ninety Day Fiance. Oh, I just be sitting there and I'll be watching that shit, bro. I'll be like, man, I really wish I could watch something else.
1: But in my mind,
2: I already know why I'm doing this, and it's because I know that they, all right, I, they don't want me to go in my room and watch sports. They want me to sit right here, not bother, but not bothering them. Because my energy is what helps them get through it. It's not my touch. And you got to understand mm-hmm. that, too. And I think that that's a big thing, too. Because, like, some people are not going to express that. You know, I was lucky enough to be told, like, look, I want you to sit in this room with me and not say nothing. Don't do nothing. I don't want you to leave. I don't want you on your phone. Just sit in here with me. Because I need your <laughs> presence. I don't want to be touched right now, though. Because I'm angry. And I'm like, all right, I got you. Like, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But that shit is just funny to like. women are so much better at that shit than men, that is hilarious.
4: Yes. Ooh, to a certain extent. I can agree, but me, hell no. I I'm like you, Chuck. You need to know what the fuck is wrong with me. I better not have to say nothing. Well, you better read the room. You better know. <laughs> like, well, but I get it. That's not healthy. I'm supposed to say something. Don't, However,
1: man, I it's 50 it. 50 I didn't mean
4: like, <laughs> you
2: know, everything. I meant like you know me, you should know that I'm going through some shit. What can I do? Right. Like, ask that question. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying you should know Mm -hmm. what to do every time, but you should at least ask the question or at least show you. Be assertive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm sitting here talking to you about the shit and Mm -hmm. you immediately, like, all right, I'm going through some shit or I explain some shit. And then you immediately say, well, this is what you should do. and And it sound like, that's then you say, like, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, don't belittle the shit that I'm talking to you about. I'm telling you this shit, Mm -hmm. like I don't talk I don't talk about shit. I'm not a talker about like I don't like for me to express what's going on with me is like the president admitting that he was ass, okay? Like it's not gonna (laughs) And so if I'm doing that for you because I know that that was a downfall on my past relationship because I was not as expressive as I should have been, or I was expressive in the wrong manner, you know what I mean, then you should kinda pick up on that. You know what I'm saying? But it's about actually wanting to do that. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times partners don't want to do that because it's not convenient for them. Those that's where the, that that doesn't fall Absolutely. into their convenience. Whereas like pulling up on you falls in their convenience. You know, all right, let's have sex that falls in their convenience. Like the things that falls in their convenience, they make a way to make sure that that shit happens. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of the times, is that stuff that's not that way that kind of throws everything off.
3: And I think that shows you who really loves you and who doesn't. Like, when they only there for you when it's convenient for them, when they only there when it's, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll spend some time with you today. It's convenient. Yeah, I'll have sex with you. Cool. That's fine. But when you're like, hey, I need you right now. Like, hey, can you just come through? Or, hey, can you do this? And it's always a, mm, I don't know how that's going to work. Mm, I'm a little busy today. Then you're like, okay, well, obviously, you don't care. Damn. <laughs>
4: And I got
3: to cut right. ass off. Mm-hmm. So it really does show like who, who actually loves you and who doesn't when they when they actually pay attention, when they actually listen to what you are communicating, when they are, you know, there for you on all times and not when, when y'all both up.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, I'm a very kind of like on and off type person, I guess. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. how I do things. I, I don't know. Sometimes I be all in. And it's like, uh, for me, I guess, that's why I don't know. I guess I like maybe physical touch. It might be the most extreme of them, but I'm kind of like an extremist, uh, so that's kind of like why it makes sense that <laughs> physical touch is the one that I got. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it's tough because you know it's it's a lot of um, it's a lot of circumstances that can prevent physical touch. It's like it's like you know, y'all got to be in the same place. I got to be both in the same mood. So it requires a lot. It requires a lot of things to line up in order uh, for that one to work. So I think that you know it can be so it can be difficult to find. But uh, I think it's like Well hey, you better single. go for our lap. <laughs> well,
3: then you
2: can right. spin
4: that though. You can spin it. It don't it don't have to be like a sexual act as far as uh, your physical touch goes like maybe you just kind of tense from work that day and your girl is like alright come here babe. I'm finna get you a massage mm-hmm. and you kind of like oh alright the fact that y'all right. are whether it's skin to skin kind of touching or however like she's you got that massage that's physical touch or maybe she's like let me oil your scalp <laughs> well, you yeah, know like whatever it could be <laughs> where yes yeah, she's touching you and yes that's physical contact but it does it can be an intimate act. It doesn't always have to be sexual, which is I think that's like another <laughs> level to it in a sense. So and that also makes you and it, you know, it can help you guys connect a little better. But at the same time, like you said, you gotta be together for that to happen. So it makes it a little more difficult especially in a pandemic, or if you're not living together, or mm-hmm. when you're quarantining, whatever situation may be, especially in the times we're it in now. Y'all in here <laughs>
0: dropping jewels, <laughs> but unfortunately, we are running out of time for this episode. So everyone get their last little comments, and we'll do the episode wrap-up. Anyone got anything else they want to get out? Any more jewels they feel like dropping? I think after this podcast, I'm going to get my man back Somebody cue if you want that old thing back I'm going to get my man back
4: (laughs) (laughs) Theo, Teddy, go tell my man I want (laughs) him back Go ahead and stand outside Come back to (laughs) me
2: I'm
4: going to have to go catch a flight I'm going to have to go catch a flight (laughs) At least
2: we're in a panoramic So they keep it
3: there Right (laughs) anybody Uh, else I'd just like
2: to say that uh, it was cool talking about this man you know like you start realizing that I think a lot of I think a lot of things we do we put like our like physical our like sexual relationships in these buckets but I started to realize that like with this love language stuff like communication is key in every aspect in any like no matter what like it don't matter how you like to be loved. If you can't communicate, it don't matter. But, like, I think the big thing mm-hmm. is here, like, this is stuff that goes into every relationship that you have. You know what I mean? This is the reason why you pick people to be your best friends. This is the reason why you pick people to, you know what I mean, like, be in your life each and every day. And Like, everybody serves a different purpose. And understanding, like, what your purpose is in somebody's life is the most important thing you can do. Um, because that interprets what part of your love language I think that is feasted on. You know what I mean? Like, like me and G, like we don't date. Like that's not. But like, I know it's important for us to spend time together because that's my that's my best friend. You know what I mean? And like, we ain't touching because that shit weird. <laughs> 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 but that's just what that's just what's important to him. Like, so I, in his life, I serve a purpose of like being there having his back and spending time with him, whether it be going to hoop when it's warm outside, going to the mall, trying to find new outfits, stuff like that. That stuff is important. And just I think you also have to understand that like each relationship that you have, you you gotta understand that 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 need that you suffer in that person's life. Because if you don't, that's when the relationship goes awry.
0: G final thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I agree that you know it's it's important to try to hit the right buttons and wire things up correctly. You know, if if you if it's obvious that someone isn't getting what they need in their relationship, you know, then you can might use the love languages as a way to narrow it down to what they're not getting. So if you're in a relationship and you're trying to make it work, and then you can't figure out what's going wrong, then the love languages probably could help you because or might at least point you in the right direction. So that's why I think they're a good idea, and can help actually people figure out like, you know, what's going on, and figure out what they need. So, yeah,
3: definitely agree with that. Definitely agree because you don't know your partners your partner's love language. It's not your relationship is going to start off a little rocky, at, definitely at first, because you don't know how they want to be loved. How you supposed to love them? So. And then how they supposed to love you if they don't know how you want to be loved. So Love me like you Absolutely. love your
2: life.
0: Uh nah. don't love me like
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
0: nah. And with that, I just want to say for those of you that mm-hmm. don't know who it, what your love <laughs> languages are and be like, man, this is sound real interesting. You can go to the number five L-O-V-E L-A-N-G-U. A G E S dot com. That's the five love languages.com. So you can take the quiz. There's couples, children, teen, single. There's also resources to the books about it. So you can go there to learn more. Please remember to follow us, like, subscribe on Instagram. It's the amplified underscore ignorance underscore pod. And y'all have a great day, everybody. See you later, Ignis and Ignoramuses. Get Agne.
4: All right, we out.